Well, welcome everybody to the Gary Wilkerson podcast. We're thrilled to have with us again, uh, Pastor Sam Storms, uh, pastor of an amazing church in Oklahoma, uh, author of many great books, a well-known conference speaker, and uh, someone who just, uh, I really love having him on our podcast because he's so rooted and tethered to the word. And that's such a great blessing to us. Sam, thank you for joining us once again. Welcome. Thanks, Gary. Good to be with you again. We, we, um, we, we, we've been looking at your book uh, on the spiritual gifts. Uh, and that just came out a couple of weeks ago, huh? Yeah, September 1st. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to just dig right into this because this is such an important topic. Uh, in some quarters, in some places, it's, it's not at all controversial. It's just received and accepted. In other places, it's a little bit more controversial. But in all places, it's extremely important. I think that's why your book is important. That's why people should should get it, get right to to Amazon uh, or other your favorite uh, booksellers or probably through uh, Sam Storm's website, which is stam- samstorms.org. Um, so, yeah, let me start with questions. Um, the, uh, the gifts that we have, um, can they be, um, are they given to us at a certain level? A certain scripture seems to say like, you know, as it's proportion. Uh, so it's, it sounds like that when he's saying that, it sounds like, you know, one preacher, as you mentioned, preaching or the gift of healing, miracles. Um, some people seem to have it off the charts, you know, on a, on a scale mm-hmm. of one to 10, they have it at 10 and somebody else might have a two or three. It, it seems like at least to our, sure. Outside. Can, can, uh, first of all, do you believe that's, that's accurate? Does the Holy Spirit give gifts uh, in a larger measure to some than others? And then secondly, those who have given maybe a smaller measure, can they increase that and see themselves become more proficient, powerful, gifted, skilled in that, in that realm? Sure. Great question. The answer is yes. Um, I mean, just take the gift of teaching. Not all who have the gift of teaching do it equally as well. Right. They're not all as clear, not all as energetic and powerful and, and convincing. Um, or just take, I'll just take myself, for example. I think I have the spiritual gift of teaching. But when I compare where I am today to where I was 30 or 40 years ago, you know, it terrifies me to think somebody's listening to something I said that long ago. Uh, I hope I have grown and, and developed and matured in my gifting in that regard over the years. Um, there are certain individuals, for example, in our church who are very, um, very skilled in the gift of prophecy. They can, they can speak prophetic words to the building up of the body with accuracy. Others do it, um, sporadically and with less accuracy. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think there's always variations in the giftings. I mean, think for example of, um, of, um, of the apostle Paul or any of the apostles who operated at that, in that particular season of time in the history of the church. I don't know anybody today who would be so arrogant as to say that they can function in their gifting to the same degree of effectiveness as Paul or John or Peter or any of the other apostles. Um, so yeah, there are always going to be variations. Um, you know, there's one passage in particular that addresses this, uh, it's in Romans chapter 12. You just quickly flip over there. Um, and again, there's, there's different interpretations of this, but Paul says, uh, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Now think about that. Our gifts differ. They're not always the same. And it's according to the grace given to us. So some people have a greater manifestation of that grace of God to empower them than do others. 
And then he immediately says, if prophecy in proportion to our faith. So I think what he's saying there is, some of you who operate in the gift of prophecy have a higher degree of confidence uh, and faith that you have generally heard from God than do others. Never try to prophesy beyond your confidence or the degree of faith that you have, but only in proportion to it. And I think that, I think that applies across the board. Um, you know, again, take the gift of evangelism. Um, I've known people who have the gift of evangelism who are very quiet, they're very meek, they're very unassuming. Um, they see regular success in leading people to Jesus. And then, then you have a Billy Graham who, whose gift of evangelism was off the charts. So there's always differing degrees, differing levels of effectiveness, depending on the, the degree of God's grace in us. And also the, the extent to which we have really labored and prayed to improve our gifting and to grow in it and to learn from our mistakes. I mean, again, going back to the gift of teaching, there's so many mistakes that young preachers and teachers make that I made, some of them I still do make, but a lot that I made early on in ministry that I hope by God's mercy I have learned from and developed and moved beyond. So, yeah, I think, um, I think it's possible for us to, uh, to increase to develop, to expand, to improve in the exercise of our gifts. Um, and again, all subject to God's sovereign grace in, in the way that he's chosen to work through us. And I'm assuming you would suggest to those listening, if you want to see the gift you have developed, increased, it would be not a whole lot different. Am I wrong in this? That, you know, like if you want to, if you want to learn karate or something like that, you've got to, you know, practice, learn the skill. Um, or is it all just sort of just kind of drops down on you from heaven through prayer? Well, certainly there is a sense in which it drops down on us through prayer. Um, uh, the spirit of God grants these gifts according to his will. But um, yes, I, I think, it, I mean, you can apply this across the board in terms of anything that we do in the body of Christ. Everybody knows, I, I think, that you can, um, you can study, you can learn, you can spend time with other people who operate in a gift, maybe with more effectiveness and success than you do. Uh, you can watch, you can observe, you can pray, and certainly that kind of uh, expression of your gifting uh, can improve over time. So um, I, don't, I don't think that there's this kind of one-size-fits-all. And when the Spirit of God grants a gift, uh, you're always functioning at 100% effectiveness. You're always at the maximum level of efficiency and, um, and passion for that gifting. Um, I think God is ultimately sovereign, but he does involve our cooperative efforts. Um, you, know, you just think of the principle of prayer. You have not because you ask not, James 4. Well, maybe the reason I don't have a greater proficiency in my gifting is because I haven't asked for it. Uh, so. I believe the Spirit of God gives those gifts according to His will, but He also wants us to come to Him and ask that we um, we have opportunities for their exercise and that we learn from our mistakes and that we do it better each time. Yeah, wow, that's that's helpful. You know, um, I was going to ask this question a little bit later, but since you read from the Romans passage there, uh, and He mentions that you know you mentioned in your prophecy in proportion to your faith. Um, the, the word prophecy there, you know, we, I kind of hear two different takes on that one. It's, 
it's sort of um, an aesthetic utterance, aesthetic, uh, uh, an utterance like a, a future event coming or your life is going to turn out like this or you're going to marry this person, uh, kind of a foreseeing. And then others say prophecy is preaching. Uh, what do you, how do you see that? I don't think it's either one of those. Oh, okay, excellent. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, prophecy is the simplest definition. It's speaking forth in merely human words, something the Spirit of God has spontaneously brought to mind. Hmm. So, um, I, I, I think you need. I think people need to be very, very careful about prophesying um, uh, babies. Uh, you know future spouses, things of this sort. Uh, my own opinion is that, that if, if God wants you to get married and that he's going to communicate to your heart and work through your life to identify your potential spouse, he doesn't need somebody else to tell you who it is. Uh, maybe, maybe somebody, let's say uh, uh, that, you know, I've been married for what, 48 years now, but let's go way back when I first met my wife and we got engaged and somebody who doesn't know me comes up and says, you know, I, I had a, I had a dream about you the other night and I saw you uh, and this girl named Ann uh, walking down an aisle together, or, you know, it looks like you were getting married. Well, that can be a confirmation uh, about something about which they had no prior knowledge. So it can do that, but we need to be careful about thinking of prophecy as being predictive. There are very few predictive prophecies in the new Testament. You know, you have Agabus in the book of Acts predicting a famine that was going to sweep across the land, and it happened. Um, uh, you have, uh, you know, maybe one or two others. Now, I'm talking about outside, of course, the book of Revelation, which is prophecy on a grand scale. But prophecy is more speaking forth what God has spontaneously brought to mind. So, for example, um, uh, you know, an illustration of something that we've had happen in our church recently. Um, we had uh, one of our elders who came to me during a morning service, and he said, Sam, there's a, there's a, I have a strong sense from the Lord that there's going to be a lady here today who um, 10 days ago visited her physician and got a very uh, grim prognosis for her condition. And, um, for some reason, the initials SJ are kind of just ringing in my head, and uh, she has a young boy who has asthma, and I think we're supposed to pray for this person. Well, lo and behold, uh, he, this was during our first of two services. Um, at the end of the service, I said, all right, share that word, and he did, and this lady comes forward. Her name was Alicia, and Alicia had never attended our first service, never. In fact, she hadn't been in church in six months because of the pain that she was suffering from with this particular affliction. And she got up that morning and told her husband, I'm, we're supposed to go to the first service. He said, well, we've never gone. We're supposed to go to the first service. If she hadn't, she wouldn't have gotten the word. Turned out, she said, 10 days ago, I was at my doctor. I got this bad prognosis. And when I heard the initials SJ, I didn't make much sense of that. And she said, then I reached into my purse and she showed it to us. And I pulled out my prescription bottle and it had the name of my physician and the physician's initials are SJ. And yes, I do have a four-year-old boy who has asthma. And she went and got him out of the children's ministry. We prayed for them and they were healed. Wow. That's how prophecy can function yeah. in the building of the body. And you talk about building people's faith and confidence and gratitude for God's goodness. It just, it, it's massively 
um, beneficial and edifying to the body of Christ. Yeah. So I don't think prophecy is preaching. I think, in fact, I have a whole section of my book where I show multiple differences between preaching and prophecy. Um, and so I, I think they're very clearly differentiated in, in God's word. Yeah. Um, well, thank so you. now, can, can a preacher prophesy? Yes. I mean, in the midst of a sermon, you might be able to, to, to speak something the Spirit of God has just immediately brought to mind, but I don't think the, the two are the same. So when a, a preacher's preaching, is he using uh, the gift of teaching, or is there something else that we're doing? Well, certainly he's using the gift of teaching. Um, you know, exhortation, encouragement, other spiritual gifts can manifest themselves um, in preaching. I mean, I think, I think pastoring is a spiritual gift. Um, and so he's shepherding God's people in accordance with that gift. Right. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. And I mean, for that matter, a preacher might have the gift of evangelism and he's preaching and he just has a remarkable energy uh, one day for sharing the gospel and making an appeal to people. And the spirit really moves on unbelievers who are present. And they come to faith in Jesus. So, yeah, many um, spiritual gifts can be manifested in any particular occasion to an individual. The Gary Wilkerson Podcast is brought to you by World Challenge, transforming lives through the message and mission of Jesus Christ. Each week, this podcast reaches thousands of listeners. This critical work is made possible by the generous contributions of individuals like you who believe in World Challenge's mission. Thank you for listening and supporting.